I'm Laura Cochran, the Unconventional Psychologist. Welcome to the Truth To Heal podcast. I believe one of the most valuable things in life is to feel empowered. Feeling empowered to follow your own path, to push against the grain and discover who you truly are. Your journey to feel more inspired and empowered, owning your own unique gifts to living your daydream starts right now. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode nine of the Truth To Heal podcast. I feel so honored to have you here with me today. Um, Sharing the message that I share is, you know, with the hope to empower you, for you to step into your greatness and for you to start to unravel into who you truly are past all of the conditions of the mind and the past pains that we've endured to know that there is lessons in each and every aspect of our journey. Today, I'm going to be sharing the truth to looking internal, like looking inside of ourselves, because often what we do when we are in pain or have some form of ailment is to go seek medical advice or some external source that could potentially fix our pain or discomfort. But what if this was an opportunity for you to look inside at the message your body is trying to give to you, the guidance that your internal compass is trying to show you to look at rather than avoid and distract and seek external support we often see faults in others but we can't see them faults in ourselves but the truth is is that you're unable to see it in others unless you have it in yourself and this is the same for when you admire you know other people as well you also hold this quality within you but there's a wound blocking your acknowledgement to this and this is really what i want to speak into today around this internal healing looking inside of yourself to know that everything that you need is within you and to reach into your inner wisdom and start to trust who you truly are even when the signs and the signals and the messages aren't something that we want it is often what we need for us to look at where we're actually veering off our own path and taking a look at our own internal system at what is causing the disharmony on a mental emotional and physical level is the quickest and most effective way to true healing. When we're trying to find this quick fix outside of ourselves, which is often led by the ego, we're ignoring what our body's actually trying to tell us and we're trying to numb it and repress it and ignore it. And the message just keeps getting louder and louder until we actually go, okay, I'm going to listen now and start to take stock of what my body's actually guiding me to do. So often we wait for like a pain point and something serious to happen to take a look at, you know, what we're doing to ourselves. And when we look at ourselves to explore what could be the cause of anything that is happening in our life from an internal examination, like your beliefs about yourself and the world, your reaction, your mistrust in yourself and others, then you have an opportunity to turn your life around. When others give you feedback or maybe while you're listening to this podcast, just be curious instead of allowing the ego to self-protect and shut it down. You know, ask your inner self and go deeper. There's always a reason you are listening to this podcast. There are never any coincidences. And it's about self-exploration and being willing to look at yourself with a different lens, always knowing that you are the co-creator of all that is happening and has happened in your life. Once you've started self-exploring and maybe taking responsibility, you know, it's now asking yourself the question of what can I do to change this? You know, just asking yourself, what can I do to change it? And you will be given the signs and the signals in a way that you will understand this. It's when you actually get given this, it's what you actually do with that then. 
you know, taking action in the direction, even if it feels uncomfortable. So my invite to you is look at everything with open eyes, with humility and the capacity to take responsibility of your life. And from here, everything will change. And there is free will, you know, so you don't have to change anything if you don't want to. Um, but the, the suffering cycle will continue, you know, or living a life that is good instead of great. You know, that's what we all deserve to have, this great life, this greatness that resides within us. But we keep settling for, oh, you know, yeah, things are good. Um, but what about if things were great? And no one else can live for you. No one else can breathe for you. No one else can take responsibility for you and have the willingness for you. It takes courage and to be responsible for your own life. And your body is the messenger of this. You know, physical, emotional, and mental ailments are all messengers that you're heading in the wrong direction if it's uncomfortable. And when you're heading in the right direction, you will feel this too, the physical, emotional, mental ailments from that aspect. You'll feel invigorated, you'll feel energized, you'll feel positive. If it's on the opposite end of the pendulum, it's having a look at where am I heading in the wrong direction? Where am I not listening to myself? Where is my body trying to guide me and I'm resisting it? The pain of your wounds is what causes disease to happen within your body. You know, your body's always looking for homeostasis to find harmony. And when it isn't in a harmonious state, this is your compass and your message um, for you to have a look deeper to direct you in what you need to take a closer look at. So if you can understand that you are a soul within a physical body, a spiritual being, energy and that soul of energy keeps cells of your body thriving or dying, then we have the opportunity to take responsibility of, okay, what is it that we're out of alignment with here? Where are we creating this lower vibe energy that's causing my cells not to thrive within my body? And if there is something going on within your body, then it's more about looking at the aspect of the soul that needs healing, the wounding there, and the wounds and the traumas that are here to heal on this lifetime. So when you fight against it, you're going against your soul's plan and the very reason that you came here. By challenging the way that you're thinking, your body, mind, and soul will heal from this when we start to become aware. So for example, if you're having trouble with relationships and money or your career, then it's your wounds and soul that need to be investigated, not trying to take action from the external to regulate yourself, but looking internal at where am I actually not listening to what's required right now? Where am I, you know, creating this pathway from what I feel will give me validation or power or a sense of purpose rather than trusting what I'm being aligned with internally, even if it doesn't make sense. And when we start to investigate this, this is how we grow spiritually and raise our level of consciousness to create balance within ourselves and those around us. And the very reason you are here is to heal your limitations and fears. It's the fears that stop you from reaching your full potential. It's the judgment of others and yourself that suppress the joy that you have access to in your life. You know, we all have access to this energy and this joy and this abundance and this peace but it's the judgments of ourselves and others and the fears that get in the way that stop us from accessing this. Becoming fearless is what we're here to aim for. Fear keeps us stuck in the same cycle and isn't effective for our evolution. The whole point is to become fearless, love yourself and to trust yourself wholeheartedly. When you don't trust yourself, you start to doubt and then your fears become bigger. 
and we only have ourselves to blame as we were the ones that let it in and start to fester within us. And this happened to me just recently and I feel like it's been something that's been coming up for a while and I've been ignoring it was around not trusting myself and putting my trust outside of myself to other people that I adored and I loved and, you know, that were on this self-healing journey. And one of the things that I was ignoring was my internal compass that was like going, no, because I was exploring, okay, maybe I'm just resistant. Maybe there's something here that I need to look at. And I'm always looking at myself and what's coming into my law of attraction and what's giving me these emotional feelings that feel dysregulated. I've always been able to do that whilst been on my healing journey. But just recently or a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm not trusting myself. I'm still trying to figure it out in my mind instead of what my body was actually telling me. And this is the whole point of this podcast is that we always know what feels right inside. And yeah, there's wounds and traumas that often can get in the way and convolute that. But you're aware of it. You know whether it's a fear that um, is resistance because you're afraid of evolving or you're afraid of you know, letting love in or you're afraid of something, whatever that might be. Um, but if your body's giving you a message that something just feels off, like something just doesn't feel right, and the stories in the mind come in trying to figure it out, then you know you're separating from your heart space. You're actually letting your mind lead the way. And, you know, a lot of us are only actually using around 8% of our potential. So it's always questioning, you know, like, what are we doing with the other 92%? And this was the kind of place that I came to of like, why am I not trusting myself here? What is the lesson in all of this that is happening in my external environment because I'm the co-creator of this? And what is it that I need to do in this moment? And the message was clear that I needed to trust myself. And obviously from trusting myself was uncomfortability. It was detaching from friendships. It was detaching from something that I've been involved in for 12 months. You know, it was a complete separation from what my world had been. And there was so much gratitude and love for the container and the space that I was in for such a long time because it helped me to feel my emotions and to you know, learn more tools on how to emotionally process the things that needed to be looked at and to be felt in order for it to get out of the way. And it, you know, and then it was like coming back into, like, I need to trust myself now and know that it's actually okay to separate myself from that. And when we have the willingness to look inside, that's where we find the answer to the questions that we've been looking for and for what we can do for ourselves And it's about finding what you love and you enjoy and doing that, you know, rather than, you know, constantly searching for things outside of ourselves. It's like, but what do you love at the end of it? Like, what do you enjoy doing? What makes you feel good in the moment? You know, we didn't come here to suffer and the solution is always given um, when you have the humility to look inside and ask, where am I creating this? And that's exactly what I did. I was like, where am I creating this mistrust within myself? Because what I was doing, I was projecting it out and saying, oh, I don't trust them. But when I know, when it comes back internal, it's like, no, I'm actually not trusting me. So it was a really beautiful lesson. And then when I made action on that, because I was being shown, even though it was uncomfortable when I took action on that, I felt more liberated. I felt more energized. So that's when you know you're going in the direction of what your body is trying to show you. Remember, we become what we repeatedly do. Therefore, if you repeat something that makes you feel good and brings you joy, you become that. And the opposite of that, if we repeat the things that don't make us feel good, we also become that too. 
And I feel a big issue has been living to other standards and values. A lot of us have adapted to patterns and values to gain love um, because having your own values as children wasn't taught to be acceptable or a way to feel safe and loved. And what we do from this space is we adapt our caregivers' values and we start living from that space. And this is where we completely veer off our own course and disconnect from who we are living in the shadows of some somebody else's values and this is where we shut down and start to live from our caregivers values which then impact the course of our own life and the very reason that we are here so if you can understand that you choose your parents to give you the body that you have so that you can learn and grow here to evolve this is the whole point of your existence So when you don't realize that you're living in accordance to someone else's standards or values and beliefs, then you start to project these onto other people as well. We always have to remember that we are number one and that is the most important thing. No abandoning what we need because we adapted to the values of others or putting others before ourselves or giving and giving and giving until we completely are depleted. When we go against our own internal system and adapt to others, it creates disharmony in our thinking and this disharmony creates emotions, which are the reactions to your environment. And this is the ego part of us, our thinking mind, which is subconscious and filled with past thoughts, which then overtakes us if we're not aware. It wants to control us and it often succeeds and holds us back from who we truly are. So becoming aware of your thoughts allows you to become the observer or the witness and to gain control back. We've been thinking our way through life instead of feeling our way through life for way too long. And it's in the feeling that lies all of the answers to what we need to start to heal and to trust within ourselves. And when you start to follow your true feelings, you are doing the best for you and you become more in control of your own life staying in your own lane and remembering that your life is the only one you need to be concerned with and to take responsibility for. We all follow what we've been taught, but do you ever wonder like where that teaching even came from? Like, And a lot of this is from conditioning of our caregivers and their caregivers and their caregivers and the trauma cycle continues. And it's actually up to us to take responsibility for that and break it. So if you look back on your own life to the signs and feelings that you were given, but you chose to ignore through fear, you can see where you may have veered off your course and you've forgotten to discern what was right for you in that moment or just simply ignored it because you weren't taught to trust yourself. And the lesson here is to start to trust and listen to the signs. They are always there guiding you with your feelings. A lot of us have disassociated from our feelings So it's important to learn how to reconnect with these again, to have the ability to listen to what is right for you, to learn to be flexible and always know why you do the things that you do. And if it doesn't feel right, choose to change your decision. You have the power to do this in any moment and get back on your path, which may feel uncomfortable, but you also know feels right even when it doesn't make logical sense. Or even to anybody else, you know, maybe they'll say you've lost your mind or what are you doing and this is part of my journey. You know, where, you know, my decisions and my choices haven't made sense to my family. You know, they have never got it, but yet they love me through it anyway because they knew that if they didn't and didn't see me and accept me for who I was, that that disconnect was going to continue But when we stay in our own lane, you know, we've always got to remember that everyone is following their own path and it doesn't have to look the same. And often people aren't following the one that belongs to them either. And it's up to them to learn the lessons in order to see that they're heading in the wrong direction. We can't control this. 
you know, and this isn't any of our business. Our business is to focus on ourselves. And this is all about change and growth. And if it isn't serving you, then choose to change and grow. It's your birthright to keep evolving regardless of the outside noise. So if you are worrying about the judgments from other people, remember this is only the judgment of yourself that you're projecting onto others. So come back internal and ask yourself, what am I actually afraid of here? When we place the importance of others before ourselves, this creates pressure and overwhelm, such as feelings of guilt, worry, fear, anger, hatred, or jealousy. And all of these feelings are really low vibrational energies causing disharmony to your body. Nobody else's. And your body will try to find balance naturally. And if it can't because you're choosing to ignore the signs, then this is when the other ailments start to appear, whether it's emotional, mental, or physical. And with anything physical, you know, that happens to our bodies, it's a sign that something needs to be looked at because nothing is a coincidence, not even a mosquito bite or a pimple on your face. Everything emotional is physical and it's all related to ignoring our internal system and following our thoughts, which is our ego. If you can grasp this and have an openness to knowing that anything emotional is physical and is manifested from a thought, then working you start to monitor your thoughts more closely and start to challenge the ones that are quite low in energy, like negative thinking, to a more positive vibration. You know, we often see illness as bad, but often it can change the course of your life because you learn to look after yourself and put yourself first, which is what your body has been asking you to do all along. It gets you back on course. There is so much evidence that incurable diseases have been cured by changing thought alone and allowing yourself to feel what the thought is igniting, which is amazing. You know, there's been so many stories. And it's so important to hear that your soul needs to keep evolving and learning from everything you do situations and people you meet is the catalyst to your involvement and from here you'll stop wasting time because you'll take the lesson so like arguments with your partners and friends and children and others are an opportunity for you to look at yourself and why you react in the way that you do especially if it causes low frequency emotions such as blame and resentment and if you don't express these emotions in a healthy way then your body will show you signs of pain and discomfort because it needs to be expressed your body will be affected if you aren't willing to feel and react and control instead. You know, when we try to control and repress and distract from ourselves instead of learning to feel, we become a pressure pot. So our body has to release it somewhere. And if we're not willing to feel through our emotions, then our body will start to release it in other ways. And you can start this process by first becoming aware of your thoughts. So check in with yourself daily and set the intention in the morning to be more aware of your thought patterns and feelings throughout the day so that you don't keep compounding and then being projected onto your loved ones when you come home. If we can see that we have a feeling throughout the day and a thought is creating it, feel into that frustration before it then compounds into anger and resentment and then you're dealing with three emotions rather than one and get aware of what the thought pattern is that's creating this feeling within your body. Another way is to be willing to look inside, to establish a relationship with yourself and understand why you do the things you do. You know, is it loving and going to create harmony for you and other people if you react the way that you're telling yourself that you need to react to defend yourself or to be in power or to not allow people to stand over you or to be taken advantage of? You know, that's in itself is an opportunity for you to see like where did that actually happen in the past like what do I need to feel here that's coming in for me to heal 
Um, and then asking yourself the question, if I react in this way, is it actually causing harmony for everyone? Another fear that we often allow to get in the way of our life is the fear of death. And when we fear death, it actually doesn't allow us to live, you know, and we often fear success or fear failure or fear judgment. But what we happen is our greatest fear come into our manifestations. And what we need to start thinking about, like, who really cares about what others think? You know, it's about how you care about yourself that matters. And this is the biggest message that we need to take from this podcast is, you know, having a look at yourself and being like, why am I allowing all of this external noise to decide who I be, you know, to decide how I feel and letting those thoughts manifest into our physical reactions and our physical reality. So nothing feels like a big deal anymore when you actually start to accept yourself as you are and start to work through these wounds that are keep coming up and keep coming up instead of ignoring them. We actually get to a place where nothing really triggers us as much anymore. Or if it does, we get through it so quickly that it doesn't keep compounding throughout our day. And we've got to understand that fear is caused by separation and separation leads to competition and comparison. And all of these are thoughts that you are greater than or lesser than another person, which isn't true and it isn't real. It's just a story that's been created from your childhood experiences. And these thoughts are manifested from your traumas. So when you live from this place, you can't accept yourself and this is where fear resides. So asking yourself the question such as, how do I feel about myself? Or why do I get so emotional over something that seems so small? You know, what has given me this fear? Like, where did this actually start? And where did I feel this growing up? And even asking yourself, like, is this a value of mine or is it something that I see my parents do? When you start to ask yourself these questions, you start to grow spiritually and to raise your level of consciousness to become more aware. And when we become more aware, we start to analyze, is this me or somebody else's? You know, and you get choice in that moment of how you respond to something outside of yourself. Even asking yourself the question, like, why do I place these limitations on myself? You know, everything that has to be solved is through understanding yourself. And from here, you begin to put yourself first and your growth happens rapidly. Things start falling into place, opportunities present themselves, doors start to open, miracles start to happen. It's phenomenal what can transform in your life when you actually start to do the internal work. When we actually see that everything's happening for us, even when it's uncomfortable, it's an opportunity for us to look at and heal and become aware of actually what's coming up for us as an emotional reaction. And when you start putting yourself first from a loving place, not from an ego space, you will not get sick because you'll create harmony in your body. Your body no longer needs to keep giving you these reminders of these signs that you're going off course and you're giving all of your energy out instead of actually supplying yourself with it. Um, When I often talk about putting yourself first, you know, I get asked a lot, is that not selfish? And I completely understand this because this was the question that I first asked when I was putting myself first. But this is because we live in a society that thrives of putting others before ourselves. So when you're sick and you're burnt out or emotionally and mentally drained, like others need to then look after us. So I feel like that's selfish. So when we're not actually looking after ourselves and re-energizing our cup and looking after our health, if we're constantly giving to the point that we get to burn out and emotionally have nothing left and feel like we can't get out of bed in the morning, then we start to rely on other people. And I feel like this is what's selfish because we're not actually showing up for ourselves. We're giving and giving and giving. And often it's from the ego perspective of, you know, wanting to feel valued or wanting to know that we've supported somebody else or wanting to have 
you know, the recognition of how great we are, that we have all of this stuff going on in our personal life, which was my story, but yet we can still have the strength to show up and be there for other people. Well, the truth is, internally for me, I was disconnected. I didn't have anything. I just had this facade of saying, yep, I can handle that. I can do that um, because that's what I thought strength was. Um, But internally, you know, I was constantly having stomach pains. I couldn't sleep properly. I was distracting throughout my days. I could see the signs that were showing up in my body, but I just wasn't listening because of this wound around having to be strong and being strong looked like giving to everybody else and not myself. So when we're in this place, we can't actually show up for anyone when we're sick or have the energy because we've been giving and giving for way too long. Instead of showing them how to be more resilient and courageous and allowing them to find their own way with your guidance in how you be, not what you do and say, to help them to grow and evolve too. Like instead of continuing to enable this disempowering behavior within themselves, because often when we're supporting so much and fixing it, we can't actually allow them to learn the lesson through it. And this will keep coming into a law of attraction until that lesson is learned. Now, I'm not saying you can't support people or be there for them, but when we're fixing them instead of encouraging them that they've got the willingness and the bravery and the courage to do it with you by them their side and supporting them, this is when they start to see that. This is when they start to build that courage and resilience. So this is when they start to learn the lesson and they're able to get through the emotions a lot quicker. So when you, you know, the truth is when you are helping yourself first, this is when you're truly helping others. So one of the things that I'd love for you to get curious about, and I know I've asked you to ask yourself multiple questions, and this is something that you should do each and every day um, to gain awareness of what's actually going on for you internally, um, to become your own guru, then also ask yourself the question, what do you value most? And if the answer is not you, getting really curious about that. You know, is this a value you've taken on from your parents? Is it the way that you were raised? Is it from an ego perspective? Um, Because really our number one value should be ourselves. Because the more that we show up for ourselves, the more that we're able to support and love on everybody else around us. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, If you have any questions at all with anything that I share on my podcast, please reach over to me on Instagram at Her Successful Mind. My greatest value is connection and I love connecting with people. Um, So I would love to hear from you. But I hope you have an amazing day and you have taken some gold from this today or some resonance and some questions and curiosity for you to gain that power back within yourself and start to do the internal work and start to listen to your inner compass of where you may not be aligned with life that's causing you discomfort. And having a look at that more closely at where you can start aligning with yourself and what feels good, even if it feels, you know, uncomfortable in the moment, you have this resonance within you that you know it's the right decision and trusting that. Sending you so much love and I will speak to you soon. I'm Laura Corcoran and you've been listening to The Truth To Heal. Thank you for joining me today. Celebrate your courage to expand your mind outside of the box and nurture your rebellious side. No one knows what's best for you other than you. And I'm here to show you how to be guided by your own inner compass and feel ultimate freedom in your life. You can follow me for more truth and value on Instagram at Her Successful Mind. And if you haven't yet, go to subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for some more truth to heal. Thank you for choosing you.